Okay, we're rolling. We're rolling um, right now. What's up? Live from the up. closet. Live, live from Joe's podcast closet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided to do this show mm-hmm. about movies and music. Yeah, we could have done Guardians. Could have done any, like any musical, any well-known film. However, we did not do that. No, we didn't. We we did a cult classic mm-hmm. that I had never heard of. Yep. Until two days ago. Two days until Thursday. Yeah. So. The time of recording this podcast, it's Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Why did we do that? Uh, it was my idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. It was, it's like one of those movies that just, uh, it's the movie we're doing right now is, it's, it's called a uh, fan of the paradise. It's from 1972. I believe we fact checked that, but it's 1972. <laughs> we got our phones right next to it. I could have just looked. We're checking but, live. Yeah. And, uh, I'm a little high. Am I a little like, uh, on the mic, on the <laughs> <laughs> um, like too loud. I think so because I'm like I'm like I'll, a foot away from it. I'll crank her down. Just hair. I'm hearing mic. Are you you better now? No yeah. better. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I just got louder. <laughs> anyway, no, no, we're doing Fan of the Paradise. Uh, the reason I chose that is, I mean, you just watched it. Uh, I did two hours, an hour and a half ago, maybe. Yeah, because what is it? Three, know, it's four, like four, four. Yeah, so around there. Like an hour, two hours ago. Yeah, and. It's one of those movies that's just it. It's I told you when we finished it. It's just like it's it's lost the time, mm. and I I believe it shouldn't be. I believe it should be up there with like a Rocky Horror, or like um oh god you know just the big cult films like a Train Spotting or something. Like mm. it's it's so crazy. And you just saw it. And I, the reason why a it's just a crazy. Movie, it's accurate. It's insane, but also there's these technical elements to it. Directed by De- Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma. We love Brian De Palma. You know, known for Carrie, Blown Away. Um, God, so many. He did Dress to Kill. He did the first Mission Impossible. Yeah, and it's by the way. Yeah, Brian De Palma's style mm-hmm. always is like really weirdly psycho- uh, psychological. I can't even speak. Yeah. Um, which is why, like, the first Mission Impossible feels nothing like the other ones. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the first one is like a psychological, like, spy film. I watched it's it. nuts. Yeah, I watched it when I was a kid. Yeah. After watching uh, Mission Impossible 3. Uh, and so, like, which is already, I'm like eight or six years old. And this yeah. is heavy stuff, which is, uh, I mean, it opens up with him shooting his wife in the head. That's not a spoiler. That happens in the is, beginning is of Mission Impossible 3. It's not a spoiler. I haven't more. seen the third one. Oh well, I've sorry. only seen the first one. Well, you don't even know he has a wife yet. That that's very true. Yeah. Maybe you should watch it. But I uh, should. We could we, maybe that's a future episode. That's a, hey, it does have Mission Impossible. Does have music in them, and it's banging too. Um, yeah, and but uh, I watched it when I was younger, the first Mission Impossible, and that was uh, it. There's a point where uh, that scene where uh, John Voight, mm-hmm. like he sees the ghost of John Voight. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, for a viewer, spoiler if you don't know, but this again, this is actually the beginning of the first 30 minutes of Mission Impossible 1, uh, where, like, he's on a mission, and well, let's just leave it at he sees the ghost of John Boy. <laughs> and, like, he's got his hand up, and he's like, oh, my God, Ethan. Yeah. Doing the ghosty ghost yeah, stuff. And he, like, puts his hand up, and he's covered in blood. And the, oh. It was like a horror. When I was a kid, when I was, like, six or whatever, I was terrified. Yeah, that's heavy as mess. Yeah, man. Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma doing his thing. Uh, And he also did Carrie, the original Carrie. Um, And there's actually, funny enough, I'll say it later, but we got to describe this movie more, but there's actually a Carrie connection. 
Citizen Moon. There's a connection. Yes. The Carrie connection. There's a, more than just the director. Right. Yeah, there's more of a connection to Phantom of the Paradise than there is just the director. But uh, but the technical aspects of, like, Phantom of the Paradise, mm. going back to the film we talked, we were talking, we just watched, uh, it's like, it has, as you saw, incredible cinematography. Mm. Uh, technically, that splits, there's this one point in the movie. I want to tell, actually, you tell him because you saw it. And I want to okay. know because okay. you have the first, that first scene where the split screen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like one continuous. So I take. lost my mind. Yeah. Because <laughs> we just watched that in our living room, mm-hmm. and we're kicked back on the couch, and all of a sudden the line just the 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 screen splits, mm-hmm. and there's two cameras, mm-hmm. and I think they shot it simultaneously. simultaneously. I think I'm not certain. Mm. I I don't know for certain either, but I think they did yeah. because. I was trying to, and this is, again, I guess this is like the film school in us, but like I have a really bad tendency to zone out of the movie and to be like, holy crap, how did they watch, how did they do this? Um, I don't do it a lot anymore. I used to be really bad about it. I don't do it a lot in good movies. Like I think um, I recently watched No Country for Old Men for the first time. Hmm. I never thought about it being a movie the entire time I watched it because it was just like, I was just in it start to finish. And, and I didn't really zone out a lot during this movie. I think the only times I did, and zone out isn't really the right word for it, but, like, start thinking about how we made it, was the times that, like, I we stopped, talked about it. Like, there was that bit with the, the mirror that we backed up, but that I'm getting yeah, ahead yeah. of myself. Um, whenever they shot that sequence, the filmmaking of this film is insane. Yeah. Because movies aren't shot like this anymore, at least not commonly. Mm-hmm. They do some crazy stuff and like movies that, you know, like no blockbuster shot like this. Now, obviously, this well, was. I, though, I don't think any blockbuster would go along with, would greenlight any of it. Okay, it's, you got some very good points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is a movie that could only be made in the 70s. Okay, so tell me, yeah. tell me about the plot. Let's start with that. Oh, good. Uh, huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, it is a up-and-coming musician, uh, up-and-coming songwriter, um, Winslow. That's his mm-hmm. name. Uh, he is performing at this club. He is a great... He, obviously, he is, we zoom out, and he is being overlooked uh, by this music producer, big music producer named Swan, played by Paul Williams, who, by the way... The Paul Williams, mm-hmm. the short guy who yeah. you said looks like David Bowie if he was left in a yeah. car overnight. That's what you said. That's I <laughs> I said I said he I, I think he's more accurately Elton John if he's put in a dryer for too long. I can see that. He's very Either way, stout, little melted, little melted. He's a very short man. Um, <laughs> very, very and maybe tiny. I say Elton John because I think his voice is very similar to Elton John. I can see that. Yeah. So he is the record producer, but uh, uh, Paul Williams, the guy, the actor who played him, he wrote. And composed all the music. Word. Yeah. So the voice that you hear the first time you see Winslow is, I think, the actor who plays Winslow. Yeah. And when Winslow loses his voice later on in the movie and Swan fixes it, that's Paul Williams' voice. So, yeah, that's that's this dude. No, that dude is crazy. That's such good movie making, yeah. dude. That, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's so good. Mm-hmm. But it also like shows, I, I think Paul Williams at some, it has a bit of an ego. Yeah. A, he's like positioned as like this sex god. That's true. And maybe it's, yeah. it's my opinion. I don't think he's particularly attractive. 
That's he's true, not my thing. I would say so. Like the movie really does have an honest like light, and we see that in the plot as it moves forward, like with with uh, Swan and Winslow's relationship. Is yeah. That, so like later on, uh, Winslow goes to. Um, Swan. Swan's yeah. mansion, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah and After was, getting kicked out of his his record place, this is like what three months later. There's a lot of time jumps. There's a lot of weird time. The time that don't worry about that, don't guys. Worry. When you watch worry, this movie, worry. just watch just, the movie. just watch the movie. There's a lot of stuff okay. that doesn't make sense, and that's part of what makes this movie great. It's 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 literally a movie you watch it because it's so off the wall. Yeah, it's it's bonkers of a movie. It like the it, it opens with fifties doo-wop. And then it's just yeah. like all of a sudden, some guys are in the back harassing women. I'm like, what is what is happening? Yeah, yeah. and then it and shows these characters are not important. Yeah, for the and, rest and of by the movie. way, then it shows up to that aerial shot of yeah. like this dude talking directly to camera, which yeah, is directly to camera, which is Swan, but it's it's, it's shot through Swan's point of view. So uh, just to quick to get back on the plot, so Winslow is a, a struggling songwriter. Yeah, yeah. Swan says, "I like your music." Uh, he has. He comes over, and then I forget what happens at some point, but he says to come meet him, and then that he's he goes, and there's a line of women. Yeah, so it was like, um, basically, he stole his music. He tried to go meet him, threw him out, yeah, because yeah. he was like, ah, your music's mine. I don't need you. He just took and, it. Yeah, he just snatched it. And so mm-hmm. he decides to like follow him back to his mansion, mm-hmm. and then he goes in where there's a line of women, which, which is what I was going to say earlier. It's like it's a very honest look, especially for the time. Yeah, early seventies. This because, is scene seventy two. Yeah, there's there's a lot of times like this where it's like, like I don't know, which shows a pretty honest light about the showbiz industry. There's there's mm-hmm. a Marilyn Monroe movie that does something similar where it was like, uh, there's a line in it that basically implies that Marilyn Monroe is like, yeah, no, it doesn't really matter if you're good at acting. It's more of like uh, if you're attractive or not. Now, um, and it's very accurate because, like, it's a weird look and a weird, honest look at showbiz where it's just like where women were just disrespected and treated like objects and still are mm-hmm. in many cases. Um, but he shows up and there's just a line of women that are there to audition, but it's not really an auditioning process. No, it's, it's not. The, it, yeah, it's yeah, uh, Harvey Weinstein type of audition. Yeah. A part of me feels like we're just gonna spoil this whole thing. Oh yeah, this watch is absolutely, it. Watch, please watch the movie. Watch the movie before watch the you movie. watch it, or before you listen to us, or you know, you can just listen to us if it makes you want to watch and, the movie uh, more. You know, before you leave, like like the whole business, tell your friend about it, the whole stuff. Oh, do yeah, it. Yeah, mm. sure I'm a corporate show. Yeah, I'll show everyone. myself, bro. Like tell everyone. Tell everyone about us. If you don't, there's God knows what we'll do to ourselves later. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. be your fault. Yeah. Anyway, anything. <laughs> anyway, guys. No, but it's an orangey. It's like it, or orgy. Hmm. <laughs> orgy. It's an orgy. Yeah. Yeah. I said orange. So I. Funny little segue. Did you know when I first heard the term orgy, I thought I thought I was orangey, and I was like, what are these people doing with oranges? I knew it was a sex thing. <laughs> Because when I would try to ask my parents, they couldn't tell me what it was. They were like, "Don't worry about it." So, so they're having their they're having an orange. Having, and then having the an guy, the Winslow, somehow sneaks back in in a dress. Yeah, it, it's so random. Yeah, that that reveal. I don't remember 
how that happened. It doesn't show you. This is my second you. time watching the movie. It never showed you he how He gets it kicked happens. out by the guards, and then somehow Sneaks he's... Sneaks back in in a dress. He's in a dress now. By the way, he's a six-foot-four man. I looked it up. He's Because <laughs> you see... So him, he's, he's your height. He's my height, yeah. And he's 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 in a dress for some reason. They found the size for him. I don't know how they... Back in the 70s. I don't know. Maybe women were built different back then. <laughs> built different. It's built different. But yeah, and then uh, Swan set, like sees him and goes, "Get him out of here." That's not the word he uses, but yeah, he uses a very spicy word. It was the seventies. Very spicy word. Very spicy. Uh, and then they throw him <laughs> out, and then he wakes up. Two cops are staring at him, and they're like, "What are yeah. you doing?" And he goes, "He had me beaten up and everything." And then they they're like, they just "Oh, plant some smack on him." He's plant heroin on him. <laughs> Jeez. And then the next shot is him in prison. Yeah, it, the movie is like the first act of this movie is the most breakneck pacing I've ever experienced. It would be they they put like what would be the first hour yeah of a normal movie. It's like six first acts yeah. in a minute. Which they kind of have to cuz the plot of the movie is like okay so like you know like obviously like a zoomed out perspective of it is this disgraced movie or music composer people think he died. He actually like just faked his death essentially and is now living on as like a phantom in this like club. Yeah. Because his music was stolen by this big record executive. Mm -hmm. They have to go through all of the story to get to the point where he's finally the phantom of the paradise, this which is the club. This movie was like properly paced. If yeah. they were going for a dramatic way, it would be three hours long. Oh, absolutely. The movie is 90 minutes. James Cameron was making this movie or whatever. Oh, he would right. definitely. It would Good be Lord. a two-parter. It would, oh. Yeah. It would like come on two VHSs. Uh-huh. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, but nah, they, Brian De Palma was, no, we're going to do this in 90 minutes. He literally did it in 90 minutes. Whenever you, whenever you, whenever we, like, rented the thing off of Amazon or whatever. Um, By the way, you had, saw, no, you had no idea. I, 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 I was know you, what this movie You was had about. no idea. And I sold it to you. I was like, listen, listen. Uh, there's plenty of great movies. Great if, films, Guardians yeah. is a great example. Guardians? Guardians. Yeah, I love Guardians I love of the Galaxy. Guardians, but Guardians of the Galaxy is even better. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it. Oh, it's oh, you got to check it out. I've only seen Guardians. Okay, but I'm, I'm staying mean, on this yeah. bit too long. Continue. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. That was good. But I wanted to watch something that was like, listen, I, this is a movie that I never get to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I feel like more people should. <laughs> It was, okay, so I actually liked the movie. I bet. I had to decide if I liked it or not after I watched it, because I was like, what did I just watch? Yeah. Because once you get to the end, and, and we'll we'll get back to actually going through the, yeah. welcome to the most hectic podcast you're ever going to listen to. We have no structure. We're just starting and, now, and uh, we shouldn't have a structure. No, because structures chaos. are for nerds. It's Thank chaos, you. baby. Um, <laughs> so we... Whenever we we finally finished it, I, there was just like a moment of silence in the room where I was like, "Huh," and you're like, "Yeah, take a minute, take yeah. take your time with it, take your time." And I was like, "I'm gonna need some time." Yeah. So we got burritos, and now we're back, and I have officially decided that I like this movie. Yeah, it is. I know I I can I can see why it's a camp like cult classic, you know. Yeah, and I wanted to preface that when you well, yeah. I wanted to like frame it as like this movie isn't. I changed my life, but <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, I Do you think this is one of your favorite movies? Uh, it's one of my favorite movies that people don't talk about. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, somewhere in there. I wouldn't say top ten, but it's a, it's an enjoyable rewatch. It's one of those movies that I, I like. Could probably like I would buy it on Blu-ray for sure. Oh heck yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like that. I'm spending money to watch this. Mm. If there was like a midnight, I mean, you literally did. The idea earlier. Though, well, you did, and then I gave you money. This is true. Yeah, because <laughs> I couldn't get my couldn't <laughs> sync up my phone <laughs> to the Dude. YouTube. Oh my god! Speaking of the pacing, though, what's wild is like where he gets sent to prison. Yeah, and then he's just out. Wait, wait, wait we, you get got, two we got scenes. We got to talk about that prison. Yeah, well, why are they weird, taking his teeth? They, <laughs> they have a weird policy where they say teeth spread diseases and like teeth is they're bad. You can't have teeth you in can't this have prison. Teeth. So like when you get arrested in this prison and you get sent to this prison, you have to get your teeth removed and they give you <laughs> silver grill. Yeah. That like a rapper in like the two thousands would be jealous of. Like, he had, like, a full-on grill. Yeah, which is, I guess, it, like, the reason that's in there is to completely change his appearance so yeah, that yeah. he has the metal teeth. Like, I get it. And he it didn't is need shocking it, but I get to it. do that to your main character. Yeah, to make them completely unrecognizable. There's 10 minutes. There's 10 minutes in. Maybe yeah. 20. It was, like, 10, 15. I don't 10, 15. Know. It's, it's early. It's early. We've hardly got to know this guy. Yeah. We, he's, he's shown up, mm -hmm. sang a song. Almost punched uh, Swan's main dude. I don't remember, like Philbin or whatever. Was I'm it surprised you remember his name. Was it? Did I nail that? I don't Fuck know. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know this. I don't. I I'm gonna. Was... I'm gonna assume. Yeah. Because sure. I'm just that good. For sure. Uh, <laughs> but he like almost knocks him out. All of a sudden, his music's gone. Gets kicked out. Goes to uh, a spicy mansion party, mm -hmm. and now he's in prison. And now his teeth are gone. Yeah. We. What the frick? Yeah, I wouldn't say the strength of this movie is character development. Yeah, I don't think it needs to be. I don't think it needs to be either. I'm glad Which you is said that. A weird thing for me to admit as a writer who mm -hmm. my favorite thing in movies are character. Because, yeah. like, okay, like we've been talking about Guardians. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite of the two that is out so far, because we're recording this before the third one comes out, yeah. um, is the second one. Which is. Yeah. Uh, a spicy opinion to most, but for me, it's because it focuses on the characters is a lot more. Really? Because I agree. Some people are like, Guardians 2 is bad, and I'm like, you're dumb. I don't understand Respectfully, that. I respect uh, your opinion, however you're wrong. Mm -hmm. um, I love the second one so much, because it focuses on character. But like for this film, it, it has a lot of interesting character stuff, yeah. but it's not necessarily focused on who these people are, more of what these people do, which yeah. is interesting. And I, and I think it really works for it because, like, when Winslow uh, breaks out of prison, he goes straight to just trash the place. He we sh he shows yeah. up at... <laughs> oh, oh, how he breaks Dude. into prison. Oh how he breaks God. How he breaks out of prison. Yeah. You got it. That's, he that's, gets in a box. He just gets in a box. And then he's out of the box. And then he's... he's and then it was that easy, bro. He's just like, all right, I'm out yeah. and I'm loose. It's it, he's on the loose. Shows up at the record uh, company's like like business just whatever. Breaking smooth. It's, it's just wild. Yeah, because he's like the camera is insane because he's just speedballing in. It's it's or, handheld. Oh my god, seventies like handheld. I don't know what lens they're using, but it's like it's it's shocking they change it because you can tell the grain changes. Mm -hmm. 
it's definitely a cheaper camera. Yo, absolutely. And it's like all jittery and stuff, and it's following him, and he's just like wrecking. That was the director's notes. He was like, just go in and go crazy. <laughs> Just break Which is this. great because then on the way out he just walks instead of walking back through the door he walks out a window it just knocks yeah, yeah, him. I forgot through. about that. <laughs> he, does. he jumps out of a window. I had to like pause for a minute. I was like, wait a minute, and he didn't like break the window. He just knocked it out of the frame. Yeah, he did. and it flops backwards because <laughs> yeah. it's plastic. Yeah, which is great. Um, and then okay, so he leaves there and he shows up at the record like factory, and he's there to vandalize the place. Yeah. However, that's not what happens. What happens? What happens, Kai? What does happen? Uh, he has a little stick. It's a little, you know, like where. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was such a weird thing. Yeah, he goes think. into a uh, a record presser, like <laughs> the thing that makes the record in the record presser. Yeah. Is that the correct term? I think. I think uh, you press a record. I just we're so young. We're, we're, we're children. so young. It's fine. You know, record whatever. presser. Record press. Yeah, yeah. Record we, press. we be pressing records. Record press. And he shoves his face into it. <laughs> yeah. And he falls backwards because his his sleeve gets caught. I don't yes. know why his head goes back, but I don't ah, remember. It's yeah. fine. Whatever. Yeah. Movie making. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing happened. Yeah. His head goes back. It, the record presses his face. And mm-hmm. then he comes running out. He's deformed now. Yeah. And it's something that, of course, hurts his voice. It makes That's fair. Sure. I don't have any. You can get a scientist on that. I'm pretty sure they can figure out how that could work out. I mean, you know. Your face is near your, your face is near your cords. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast just because of the face. I should you be made. a detective. <laughs> to s- I, solve I would that. watch Detective Kai Knight. I yeah. would watch that. One hundred percent. I would name it differently. That's fair. Detective Knight. But would it be N I G H T or would it be K N I G H T? That is my name, K N I G H T. Yeah, I know, yeah. but like Detective Knight. Like with an end. Why would it? Why would it be Detective Knight with an end? Because it sounds cool. Well, that would be wrong, though. But that's not my name. That's true, and it, it would also be a crime. It would be a crime. That's uh, you know, identity and theft is not a joke. No, it's just... not. Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> the most rabbit traily thing in the world. That was a rabbit trail. Rabbit hole. Mm. Rabbit hole. And we fell in. Yeah, it was in Good there. Lord. So, that was, so he gets pressed. He gets pressed. He's deformed. And then I'm like losing the track of what happens after that. How does he get, where does he think end it, it, up? It jumps a little bit of time. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, guys, don't oh, worry. The jump, paradise you know where, is opening. You know where, yes. And immediately jumps He's to that. dead. Don't worry about it, guys. But it's, it's it his jumps to that, but then found. it's point of view from his perspective. And people are like, oh, my God, your face. Oh, my God. Look at that. You look like um, a Tommy Lee Jones's character in Batman Forever. Exactly. It is, yeah, it is who, who character is that? Who's the Two-Face? Yeah, I think. Maybe. It definitely is. Maybe. I, I'm not I'm not certain. I haven't probably. You, oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Who do you? Okay. I thought his name was Jerry. <laughs> I had a feeling you were doing a bit, but I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna just see where this goes. Nah, I just thought he was Jerry. That Jerry. was two face the whole time. Jerry Seinfeld? Huh? My favorite Batman villain, Jerry Seinfeld. Oh my god. I missed that movie. <laughs> it's real life. Oh god. He's like, Jerry, you have to stop dating fourteen year olds. But I have to real anyway. So <laughs> my man Winslow's deformed and uh, he eventually, he goes in. 
he start it's before he starts terrorizing it before he has the helmet and stuff, right? Yeah. He breaks in and gets the helmet. And yes. then things start getting terrorized. Yeah, he gets that helmet. It's all in that POV. Do you sequence. have stuff to say about that helmet? I got a lot. Yeah. I got a lot to I say. I remember you were you at one point in the movie when he got pressed. Like got, yeah. when he got deformed, you were like, Oh, is he gonna be He's Phantom gonna do the, Phantom of the Opera? He's gonna yeah. get the mask. Because right? like the and story I, is very much like inspired by Phantom of the Opera yeah. and Faust. Right? And Faust. Yeah. And by the end, also uh picture of Dorian Gray. Okay. Yeah. And there's also like a weird I think there's a, a Edgar Allan Poe Raven Moffat with the there symbol. Are, yeah, cuz the the dead of, records or whatever is dead it's records, a dead crow. It's a, or it's raven, a, excuse me. I I don't know if it's either it's Might either, be a row or, or crow or a raven. Oh, row. Yeah. Um but no, okay, so this my this freaking it's a choice with the mask. Because, I, yeah, I, I assumed he would have a, like, a Phantom of the Opera style, yeah, half his what mask, whatever. And me. then I see this yeah. Battlefield Earth-looking, uh-huh. like, absolute unit of a helmet. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, that's a choice. That's a choice. However, I don't mind it. It's it's really dumb. No. It's really weird-looking, especially once he, like, has it on and he has eye makeup and lipstick on. I was like, mm-hmm. this is... Weird. Mm-hmm. Why would you feel the need to put eye makeup and lipstick on? But at the same time, I was like, no, this fits. We're good. We're good. We're having a good time. Yes. I don't care. At that point, you're in. Yeah, because, like, this movie is super campy. Yeah. Like, and, it's, and I don't care. Yeah. Like, I love campy It's stuff. meant to be. Yeah, it's, it's meant good. to be crazy. And, that's and it I succeeds. It. Yeah. Also, the cal- color palette of this movie, it's all so vibrant. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. such like beautiful colors. I wish I want to do something like that where just it just has like amazing colors. Yeah. Now we've hardly talked about mm-hmm. uh, Phoenix as a character. Yeah, how do you feel about her? Uh, I think she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do. Uh, I, I like the actress uh, as an actress, uh, but as a character, uh, let's be real. Like she doesn't have a lot to do. No, Less no, not really. No, I mean, she definitely, definitely has more than any other female character in the movie, but that's yeah. not necessarily saying much, I guess. But I, I liked her role in this. Yeah. It, it, it's similar to uh, what's her face from Phantom of the Opera. I don't know the character's name. Christine. Uh, Christine. Thank you. Actually, yeah, it's very similar. It's it's very because well, it's, it's like it's it's the same story yeah yeah I mean it's very much heavily inspired it's funny because I actually I should know that because my sister had an unhealthy obsession with the uh, Gerard Butler version of Phantom of the Opera we're gonna do it I'm gonna do that yeah. huh? I'm down to do yeah. some Phantom of the Opera that's some we have the music's killer well yeah. yeah 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 I mean it's uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber who's so, your favorite yeah, yeah. Phantom. You've only seen I've that? only seen the Gerard Butler. Are you not a musical theater dude? Not really. I've only okay. So like, no. I've only started doing theater recently. Okay. Um, I started in like 2020. And oh wow! Before that, I didn't really act. And okay. then I got on stage and I was like, okay, I can do this. That's like fun. this is kind of I've been doing this in my entire life because mm-hmm. usually my comedy is a series of bits and doing like a voice. And yeah. I'm like, cool. Okay, so I cool. I can just do this, but for long. Yeah. Cool. Bet. So. But yeah, no, I never really did any. The only time I've been in a musical was when we did um, Christmas Carol, and I played Jacob Marley. 
Yeah. Which was actually really fun. I actually really liked it because I got to be spoopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Scoop, spooky. spooky. But I liked, I like Roxanne, but I wish she had more to do. Uh, because there's like little bits of it that I'm like, ah, she ask, should be in this more. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Dude, ask Who is Roxanne? So, what I meant to say <laughs> was Phoenix. Yeah. However,. I've been watching, I've been listening to the police a lot lately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my favorite, and I'm absolutely going to cut this from the podcast probably. No, don't do uh, this. This is, we need to keep this, this in. This bit that I'm saying right now. Oh, we'll keep going. We'll keep <laughs> My favorite thing about the Roxanne song from the police is yeah. I was reminded of that song because of a meme where it says, the police, Roxanne, but just rocks. So it goes through the entire intro where it's like dun 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 dun, dun and all this stuff and it, they go through the drum fill and then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> it rocks and then it's done. Sounds I'm, cool. <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to sound cool, Kai. <laughs> I was just being I, So I Phoenix. So Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, that's the name. Arizona. Of I love play, Arizona. Play by Jessica Harper. Thank you for knowing. Yeah, that. No, yeah. Played by Jessica Harper. She plays the lead also in, again, a movie that I hope we cover. I hope you just see. It's another a movie. It's a classic Gylo movie called Suspiria that was remade with uh, Dakota Johnson. And oh, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I've never seen Suspiria. Yeah, so we do two. need to watch it. Oh, there's two. Double yeah. feature? Uh, we definitely. We can do a double compare feature. Compare the podcast. two. Why not? That'd be fun. That would be great. But yeah, she plays the lead in that, and she actually plays a very similar role. She Honestly. This movie could be like in the same universe as those two because they're both like crazy 70s, like kind of slash horror. Suspiria is campier. I mean, mm-hmm. not, not campier. Uh, this yeah. is campier. Suspiria is a little more trying to take seriously. That makes but sense. But like this, it's made in the 70s. Mm. So like the effects don't quite line up. And there's definitely copy. Yeah. But anyway, so she's playing Phoenix in this. And, uh, as far as like what I thought of the character, I thought it was serviceable as far as like being a the movies like Christine, the yeah. love interest. Yeah, yeah. I like the I genuinely like her like as her as an actress. Mm. You know, I feel like she fits. Now she could she be like a little one note and this and that. But like yeah. what was she given? Yeah, cause yeah, she doesn't have all that much. It, it's it's a shame because I feel like if the movie decided to be like cool, now we're gonna see we're gonna go back to her and Swan. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, cool. Yeah, all right. I, I want to see this. So, like the the one time that we do get to see that, which is later in the film, um, it was it was very interesting. Also, she was like super drunk or something like that. And the yeah, one she time was, it like, comes on drugs. Out, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They they play a lot with pills in this movie as well. Yeah, they 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 only there's a few instances of uh, drug use. Uh, there's cocaine. No, there's a lot of cocaine. There's a lot of cocaine. Actually, there's beef. There's not that much. Yeah, with beef. We'll get the beef. beef. We'll get to beef. beef. We'll get the beef. I got some beef with beef. Uh, Go ahead. We'll get the beef. So there's cocaine, and then there's just pills. But besides that, I don't think anyone else is doing anything else. It's quite coy. It's mostly pills and coke. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's because what's great about this movie is- Well, they reference heroin a couple of times. Like, they plant heroin. The cops uh, plant heroin on them. Yeah, and then there's a bit at the beginning where the juicy fruits- like he mimics tying a belt around his arm and jamming. Oh yeah, that's in the right in the beginning. That's they they out the gate with it. Yeah, bro. yeah. 
So yeah, but what I think that's coy about it because what we really—I mean, it's truly a family movie. This movie. Oh yeah, it's rated PG. It's a family picture. It's a PG for movie. the whole family. Yeah, for invite sure. Invite grandma over. Yeah, invite grandma over to watch. Family Show it to Paradise. your kids. Yeah. Try to explain it to them. Yeah. There's no nudity. Is there not? I don't think there's any nudity. I was looking for it. <laughs> Put it I on a T-shirt. I didn't see any of it. None. Uh, so I think that's how it didn't get an R rating. I think you could just—it would make sense. I think you could just do drugs back in the like in like everybody was. I mean, the seventies makes you cool. I mean, they definitely did drugs while making this movie. Um, yeah, yeah. De Palma just sat down at his at his typewriter and was like, "All right, five piles right. of cocaine." He wrote later. this. Yeah, he wrote and directed the movie. Yeah, it's nuts because we were. I was watching the 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 credits because I was like, I have to see who did this. Like, who made this thing? And it was written and directed by De Palma. But the point that you well, you point out, the reason why it's so weird that De Palma wrote this is that it's completely different from what you expect from Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma yeah. is the dude who directed Scarface. Yeah. Yeah. It's and nuts. It is. Not, he's known for, like, thrillers, like, dark, semi-realistic thrillers. Give him the time. Which is even what Mission Impossible was. Yes. Because that's why I think I like that first one so much Mm -hmm. is that it's not like some Tom Cruise is doing insane action stunts and whatever. It's like psychological thriller spy film where it's like I don't know who to trust. Everything's burning down around me and the camera angles are like zooming in. You see his like gross sweaty forehead. It's great. Mm -hmm. It's great. And then here he is doing like this weird dress up Faust movie. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of love. I kind of love it. It's it, great. It remind. It's like truly like. It has the energy of like him being a younger man. I don't know how young he was. I think he was probably in his thirties or something. Maybe late twenties. Because uh, he was he had done stuff in the sixties. I looked yeah. back, and this is one of her, his earlier movies. I think it might be his third or fourth feature length. So he's already relatively seasoned. I mean, it's like, it's, I think it's his third movie. Yeah. Wow. And like, it's, it's completely different from what you expect considering like how it's, uh, it's a comedy Mm -hmm. and it's also, but it's got like all of his techniques. Mm. So the thing about this movie is that it feels like it almost has the energy of people who just was like, they just gave a bunch of freaks a camera. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, but it has the techniques and the craftsmanship of someone who genuinely knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like if you gave the quiet kid in film school a camera, but they already knew what they were doing. Yes. Because, like, usually, so, like, as, as someone who tutors film I would school say, and you go to film school, mm-hmm. it's like it's usually you see a lot of, Oh, I'm gonna make some edgy thing about suicide because I'm so interesting and creative, yeah. or it, we're gonna make a fan film, and it's usually those two things mm-hmm. for like most of like a lot of it. And we should make more of this. Yeah, <laughs> make weird crap, man. <laughs> like I, I think filmmakers like because if you look at this movie versus like, like let's say the stuff that's like really big. Before right hold now. cap oh, oh, on that, I would say that this movie is not give the quiet kid in the films, uh, quiet kid in the corner of the yeah, camera. Yeah. I would say, and turns out he knows what he's doing. I would say this is, you suddenly give the uh, theater kid the keys to the kingdom, and he's on a lot of cocaine. This is very But it turns yeah, out yeah, that yeah. he's actually a genius. Yeah. That's how I would say it. That's, that tracks. Yeah. That tracks. Yeah. No, but dude, the quiet kid in the corner's got good ideas. Oh, I just don't think he would have made this. I think he's the DP. 
He is the. He's definitely the because he's kid. just like, give me the camera. I'm gonna run. Yeah. <laughs> he's just. No, that was the theater kids. He was like, <laughs> he's like, hey, you gotta try some of this. You gotta try. Okay, some now of I gotta run. Oh, I got a great idea for this. <laughs> Over the shoulder, he's going to run. I just, we're gonna book it down this hallway. Why? Where are we gonna put this? Just, just do oh, it. It's a good idea. It's a great idea. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. So, like, getting back to the plot, I guess. Um, we, uh, so he's haunting this place, and they're setting up for singing his song, but in the style of. The, the the what the f- juicy fruits are we, about to I get the, are we getting the beef I, we're getting there okay he just sets a bomb off oh yeah doesn't I, he kill everyone yeah, on that car yeah no he straight up murders people yeah, yeah. i was like lord have mercy i uh, know half of those guys didn't do anything wrong no he just them. sets a bomb off. I, the only one who did anything wrong was uh swan he wasn't on stage yeah he was just watching it happen he was just watching it by the way yeah Paul Williams does yeah. a great job this whole movie yeah, as he's being a villain. Great. He is he's great, great in this. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. As an actor, I don't know what De Palma told him to do when he react. Now, it's a split screen. You yeah. probably didn't watch his reaction. You're probably watching the explosion. Yeah. Go back and watch his reaction. He give, He does, like, this weird... <laughs> it's as if he just... <laughs> like, he doesn't give a reaction. It's just like, the peop- you're watching a production... And then all of a sudden, something explodes, and he does like, oh. like he does like. A- I think the reason is is because you see the fan, you see Winslow in a corner, and it pans over to Swan, and Swan saw him. Right. So I think it's more of like a oh, oh, it's about to go. Ah, oh, there it is. That's that's how I read it. Oh, okay. Was where because the next time after this bombing happens, which is like. Out of nowhere, by the way. But that whole sequence is incredible with the, the split time. I read it as bad insanity. acting. That's fair. <laughs> I read it as you're bad. <laughs> Do no, better. but besides that one frame, he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm not even joking. That's fair. I love That's him fair. in this movie. I would have no other person. <laughs> this is why this movie could only be made in the 70s. If you had to recast it. If I had to And make it, it right now. Who would, would you who would you put as Swan? I would first try to make sure that he's still alive. That's fair. And then I would recast it as him. But in, in the events in the that, case he, that he's not alive, he is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very good question. I was leaning. It has to be an actual musician. It has to be an actual musician. Taron Edgerton. Taron Edgerton. That's that's the out of bot. Why? Because he kind of looks like him. I don't get a little it. bit, and he can sing I real really good. I really want people to he see. He can sing real good. I really. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Joel Edgerton. No, <laughs> that's actually a great idea. I'm sorry. I'm talking about Eggsy from Kingsman. Bro. I know, I know. <laughs> I thought you were talking Joel about Edgerton. the Australian dude. I mean, <laughs> just cast like some really bad actors in it, or like people who are in bad movies. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say. What's his face? The guy who played Captain Boomerang in Suicide Squad. Why can't I remember his name? Jack Courtney. Thank you. Yeah. He's not a bad actor. He's no. just in a lot of bad things. No. Yeah. But it would be amazing to put them in like this weird campy universe. I would actually think Jack Courtney would be great. He could do like... it and put like Taylor Kitsch as like Winslow or whatever. Nah, Taylor Kitsch can't be. <laughs> Taylor Kitsch. I would recast. I would actually recast Winslow. I think he's the weakest. Yeah, I can uh, see that. But he's mostly in a mat. But even before that, like I think he's like kind of the weakest. He's, I would say, mm, 
that part where he's like, he framed me. I don't think any other actor could deliver it in the way it was supposed to be delivered but yeah. that. And that needs to be in there because that kind of makes this movie. And he's delightfully hammy. So, I'll, but I would say, like, as people who fit their roles, I mean, there's that one scene where he walks in, Winslow, and, like, the all the girls that audition kind of, like, look at him like, oh. yeah, like, Who's this fella? Yeah. I'm like, he, was really? like, he looks like he teaches physics. Yeah. Dude, he has a lot of hair. He's got a lot. Well, it was the 70s. Mm. Yeah, they all have a lot he of hair. He rocks that 70s, let mm-hmm. me tell you. Now, where were we if I had to recast it? That was a good idea. I, I don't know. If if we had to do remake it. Yeah, like today. Who would you cast? Carrie Edgerton's actually, I would. that's a great idea. Now that I think about it, I would love that. As, As like, Swan? Yeah. I would love that. He might be a little too young. But that's kind of the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swan is supposed to be young. That's an- which is can another we thing. Get to this. Yeah. Let's get to this. Swan A. I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be like a heartthrob. Yeah. He looks, and then there's this part where this woman. By the way, it's such a random. Bit. It's a random bit. No, but it, it works serves really a purpose. Well. It serves it works a purpose really good. in the story. He this this woman comes up. This is where you figure out, because Swan's yeah. like this mysterious figure this yeah, whole time. Yeah, you don't know this whole time, like, why it's going on, because later on, after the bombing, he, like, confronts Winslow. Yes. And they make a partnership mm-hmm. to make the music, and they sign a contract, and he gets Winslow to sign it in blood. Yes. And I was like, okay, that's a little on the nose if it's a Faust thing, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like they're going to bring the actual devil in. However. <laughs> right. The, there's a. We'll go back, and then there's a woman that pops up. <laughs> I don't know where she comes from. There's, it's, it's like so the, it's one of the openings. Yeah, I think it's, it's one of the openings of the show. It's the second and she night. goes, I knew him yeah. that we were high school sweethearts. Yeah. And then she goes, she, one of the girls, that's rude She goes, you could be his mother. Uh, yeah, I was like, what? By the, the way, I saw that woman. That woman was banging. It, whoever, <laughs> how old she is, she looks great for her age. Good for her. Yeah. And then, Agent like but woman. but this girl was like, you could be his mother. And then she's like, no, I used to be. And they showed a picture. Opens the locket. She's got a seventeen-year-old girl, and and Paul Williams, who by the way looks forty-five. Yeah, he's supposed he to be seventeen. Like he, he looks he looks like he's a thirteen-year-old, fifty-year-old man. Yes, it's weird. You ever see the original Children of the Corn? Yeah, that kid. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Kid, who by the way I think was an adult. Yeah, I think he was. He, he had, like, had a like, weird genetic disorder. Yeah, that like, made him look like a kid. He looked like he had that. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah, but, um... Yeah, so, so, we reveal mm-hmm. that he he has made a deal with the devil that keeps him young. Yes. It keeps him 45. It keeps him 45 young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, like, I guess, like, that's the end. That's I feel like 45, that's around the time where it's, like, Okay, I want to stay looking around here. Unless you're someone like freaking like J-Lo or George Clooney where you just never stop looking nice. I would say well, really? George Clooney ages. George Clooney ages, but he ages well. That's, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got me there. I would say J-Lo is one of those weird people like Tom Cruise where it's like they're just not aging. Yeah, Paul they're Rudd. Paul something. Rudd's Paul Rudd's also weird because like Tom Cruise, you're like it's Scientology and like some weird plastic surgery yeah. that they're gone. J Lo, it's like some like high advanced plastic surgery. Probably that like whatever she's on. I mean, I'm gonna do it if I get the Absolutely. money. If I get that money. If you guys listen to this podcast and give us your money, I will give make me look sexy, please. Uh, God dang it, Paul Rudd. I don't know what's up with him. 
I think he's just like coasting off of goodwill. I think he signed that contract. You think he signed the contract? I think he signed that contract. He may have signed that contract. He did sign it at like a, he sold his soul away to Marvel. He's going to be in Ant-Man until he's dead. He has Nate since then. This is true. He got abs as soon as he signed that contract. He did. Oh my God. Is Kevin Feige Faust? Hold on a minute. Is this canon? That would make sense. (laughs) Um, No, so. Peeling it back a little bit because yeah. we did kind of skip, skip ahead. Mm-hmm. I do want to go back to like where we get to this music. So like he yes. finally decides to let Phoenix, this girl that we've had exactly one scene with, where she sings with Winslow and then almost gets assaulted and then leaves. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, that was weird. And then the movie forgets about her for a while. And I'm like, okay, cool. So that was just like a throwaway thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. We had a nice connection with Winslow. Then she's back. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he actually, she gets to sing and all this stuff. The Phantom loves her, all this other stuff. And so Winslow makes the deal with Swan. Swan. Mm-hmm. Um, Swaley. <laughs> Swaley, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to write all this music as long as Phoenix sings the music. Yeah. However. He does not keep He it. does not keep that word. And this is when we get... Ooh. Who who sings the music? Oh, guy? just a just a delightfully sensitively cast mm-hmm. character named yeah. Beef. And this definitely doesn't hasn't aged at all. No, no. He uh here here's the thing. He I don't know why he picks him because he's definitely my least favorite voice in all the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He has like I guess he was saying heavy. He was like, I want to go heavy with this. And yeah. He goes And they tried it. to do like a kiss kind of sound for them. Something it was supposed to be rock, kind of gritty influence, but yeah. leaned into it a bit. It's not. It was a choice. Good. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Yeah. I and I don't know if that's necessarily now, on the actor. Here's the funny part. So yeah. he's rehearsing. Beef is rehearsing. Beef do be rehearsing. Beef is also described. He looks like he's beef be beefing. Beef is in like the high heels, like platform shoes. Yeah, he kind of looks heavy, rock, me- whatever, heavy yeah. metal. He's got like a black leather pants. I'm certain, yeah. and kind of like David Bowie blonde esque yeah. hair. Uh, David Bowie's a redhead, but he is like blonde hair, mm. and uh, he's rather tall. But he's rehearsing his new song, and he's like, he's it's, it's obviously you can hear it's too high for him, mm-hmm. and then he gets off the mic. And starts talking. This is the first time you hear Beef talk. And then you realize what Beef is talking. Beef talks like this. Beef yes, is like. And he has a very big list. He's got a big list. And let me tell you this, mister. If you want me to sing this song. It's obviously yeah. written for a written for a woman. And that's, and I, what, <laughs> that's whenever we were on the couch and we were like, oh. <laughs> like We both were like, uh-oh. Yeah, this is oh, definitely made in the no. 70s. Yeah, they it's, never it's outwardly they never outwardly say he's gay, but he's gay. Yeah, it's 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 a pretty weird stereotype because yeah. it's like, well, is it weird? Like this is everything. Time, this no. is everything they thought gay people were. Yeah, rock stars and all this other stuff yeah. that are doing cocaine in the background. Yeah, but I, which is odd thing to do because I don't remember David Bowie ever sounding like that. No, or no. Or, or Freddie or Freddie Mercury. No. Or Mick Jagger, who like. allegedly did some uh, did some stuff with dudes as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can see it. Yeah. Um, beef. Yeah. Yeah, that's a choice. Because they're obviously yeah. going for, like, the big <laughs> yeah, theatrical. <laughs> they're obviously going for, like, the big theatrical kind of, like, rock and roll stuff. And then anytime you see them other than that, 
they don't demonize him. They don't necessarily make no, fun of they him, don't which is respectable. But they do make fun of him. Well, that yeah, he but they is... don't make fun of him for how he is. Mm. Well, he is played for laughs. He's that is played true. as a buffoon. This is very true. Mm. But it's a, yeah, they don't mm. demonize. It's not based on his alleged uh, his alleged flamboyance. Flamboyance. There we go. That's what we'll he's call that. just goofy. Yeah, he's just a goofy guy. Yeah. The the shower bit, which is great after yes. after Winslow has realized that Swan has betrayed him and not given Phoenix the music, he breaks out of brick and metal. Yeah, which is wild, and it's just like it just cuts to it, and I'm like, okay, I'm not even gonna ask how he did that. Right. He just did. Um, he, it was like, so it was like the shot. I, I would watch that shot. The handheld running through brick wall shot. Let's go. Let's go. Um, but also like th- this movie like has things where it's just like, ah, yeah. It's just like things happen. Yeah. Like, like him breaking out of prison in a box. Right. I'm just like, okay, yeah, you can do that. Frick it. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, sure. That's just the, that's just the theme. It's that's just how it just, yeah. how it'd be like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's just the tone we're doing. So, um, he confronts Beef while he's taking a shower, and we have a bit like a like a psycho bit where he like cuts into the curtain. And I was like, "Uh oh, oh, he's getting murdered!" And then he plungers his face. Yeah, and he's like, "Don't sing my music, or I will kill you." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, "Okay, good for you, giving him a warning." You didn't do that to the people on that car. No, he <laughs> you didn't. just bombed those no, people. No, he did it, bro. Um, which you know, whatever movie. And so we get to uh, they convince him to continue to go on. Whatever we get to the live performance of the Faust uh, uh, Sonata? Sonata? Yeah. I guess it was a Sonata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they said Sonata multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what a Sonata is. Don't worry about it. Cool. Frank Sonata. Uh-huh. Look, there's a joke somewhere in there. I couldn't find it, so I just said it. I thought it was um, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate your, <laughs> your support. Um, they play it. It looks like a gnarly play to be a part of, and I'm like, that, that I looks would fun. Love to see that. Yeah, I would see that live. That, that, that play looks great. Insane. Like that looks like something you're in the audience. Also, and you're I like, don't, all right, I don't I'm think never it's a gonna play. This. It's supposed to be like it's, it's, like, uh, it's quasi yeah. Alice Cooper. Yeah, it's like a concert play. It's, it's like weird. well, it's like what they did. It's a rock opera. Yeah, I would say what they're doing is kind of like what Kiss would do. Like or Ooh, what? Yeah, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. like, do you know who Alice Cooper is? Yeah, I know. Who yeah, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. I yeah, I know. But Alice Cooper would put on, like, these semi, like, very theatrical performances. Yeah. He would, like, chop off his own head on yeah. stage yeah, he and would. stuff like that. That's what I got from that. that. Is, that's very good. It was good. very Kiss. It was very Alice Cooper. Yeah. Either way, it looked awesome, and I want a ticket immediately. Yep. Yeah, yeah, please. We'll yeah. review it very nicely on the yeah. podcast. I please. want whoever, if someone, I want Broadway to remake this. Please. Off Broadway. Wild. Someone. Way off Broadway. Why not? Someone. Do yeah. it. So we, we get through this whole thing. Uh, Beef winds up getting killed by a uh, neon lightning sign. Yeah. So he and decides, is lit on fire. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> it's just yeah. gnarly. He lets him off with a warning. Which, yeah. by the way, this is not Beef's fault. Beef no. tries to leave. He's Beef is a uh, is a system or, or a uh, what is it? It's a product of the system, really. Where it's just like, all right, if 
it's it's the system's fault for causing this well, death. Well, what it is is that after the plunger scene, yeah, he tries, he tries to, to leave. leave the back entrance. They're like, no, 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 you're going on. Yeah, you're going on. Also, he goes, no. take these drugs. Yes, he's like, he's no, because he's trying to leave, and then the security guard is like, why are you leaving? He goes, there's a dude in the base. <laughs> the in, Phantom's in, real, the bro. The Phantom's real. He tried to kill me. And he goes, nah, you're doing too much cocaine. He says speed. But yeah. he's doing, you're doing too much amphetamines right now. And he goes, no, nah, no, no, I know the difference between. I know real, what's I know real and drug real. Yes, yeah. what, that's the line. I know that's what's drug line. real and real. And then he goes, nah, take this, which is like, I don't know. He goes, nah, that will bring me down, man. <laughs> yeah, just admitting <laughs> that he's high, Yeah, which is like, all right, bro. <laughs> anyway, so they make him go on. Yeah. And, and then, he winds up dead. And then, and then he kills he kills him with a neon lightning bolt. The Phantom kills Beef with a neon lightning bolt. Yeah. And then... Then they just force Phoenix to go on? They don't force it. Well, they do force it, of course. You're like, you're going on. Well, yeah, because it was at, it was at the... It was literally at, right after... Right after uh, they put Beef's body out. Like, all right, he's not on fire the show anymore. must go on. Which... Get her out there. Yes. I'm like, Jesus, okay. And then everybody loves her, including Swan and the Phantom. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone's like, great, this is awesome. And Swan's like, okay, cool. So now this is also now a part of my plan, Mm -hmm. which is like, oh, okay. He's he's great at plan Bs. Swan, Mm -hmm. like, one thing will happen and be like, cool, this is what I wanted the entire time. Now this is my thing. Yes. And so she goes out, she kills and he's like, cool, you're going to do the second night. It'll be awesome, whatever. Phantom snatches her up, mm-hmm. goes up to the roof, and he's like, all right, I wrote all this music for you, but they're going to take more things from you than you're ready for. And uh, so stop singing my music or I'm going to kill you, which is right. one the one issue I have in this movie. You have an issue? Oh, this plot hole. Yes, because if you didn't want her singing the music, why did you write it for her? Wait, was that part of that scene? What do you mean? Was did he say don't sing my music? He wrote yeah, it for he, her. Yeah, he says he says basically like I wrote this music for you, don't sing it for Swan. Which was uh, but that was a part of the plot. Was like uh you're going to sing it for Swan because I'm rewriting this thing. If that's true, I got to no, that is mm-hmm. that is the one thing and it, and you could read it as like, oh, I Oh no, I've I'm not realized. reading it. I I didn't I mean, I must have spaced out. Was that when I was peeing? That may have been when you were peeing. Oh, okay, yeah. No, maybe. No, you, no, you peed during her uh, first initial uh, audition. When I said this is my favorite song. Yeah. Uh, that was not. That was not. That was not. It was her song? second song. The one where she just gets pushed out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that bit that is great. great. That, 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 that one's great. The second, The first one, I don't even really... Uh, I remember listening to it, and I was like, oh, this isn't the song that I thought it was. It's a yeah. lie. Which, which is like, I mean, I might be wrong about that, but I think yeah. that's a plot hole. That's I don't know. definitely a plot hole. If that's, that's <laughs> if that's exactly what I was saying. If is. that's exactly, if we're remembering this correctly. I can hand wave it as like he's changed his mind because he realized how much of a dangerous mm-hmm. situation she's in. Yeah. So I can like, eh, whatever. You're putting real world logic in this movie. Yeah, there's <laughs> not much real world logic in this movie. I just enjoy the ride. You know, and it was a ride. So it, it is a ride. We have this weird bit where... Uh, Swan and Phoenix do the no pants dance for two together. And yeah. And so Winslow's like, cool, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah. Jams a knife in his chest. And then 
Swan just shows up, pulls the knife out, and he's like, no, nah, you don't get to die. And he has to get back up. And I was like, huh? And he goes, you're under contract, and that contract says that you, it, until I die, you're still under contract. Yeah. It's till I die, not you. And I was like, oh, okay, this is getting weird. And then he tries to kill Swan, and Swan's like, I'm under contract too, buddy. And I'm like, what? Well, you're like, at that point, you're like, what's happening? Yeah, and, and, and it sets up so much more that I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool, I'm in it. I'm yeah, in yeah. it. And the ending moves really fast. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they ran out of time. Yeah, they I don't were know like, if they uh, ran out of time or they were like they, they ran just, out of film. They ran. They were like, all right, we're done. <laughs> yeah, I get that. So, so we get to the ending here, and where uh, Winslow breaks in mm-hmm. back into paradise mm-hmm. and finds all of these contracts that, that Swan has made. Yeah, they're, they're, films, they're films. They're films. Films contracts. Yeah, and that's when it's revealed that Swan made. That's when the whole thing where he's a young boy. Yeah, turns out. The devil made a contract with him. Yes. And that contract is the film. That, yes. And it turns out that Phoenix is under contract. And all these other people have been under contract. And all of these films that he has in there are contracts. And I was like, cool. So he starts burning it down. It's very similar to the ending of Batman v Superman, honestly. How he figures. (laughs) What? How is this not similar? He just stumbles upon, oh, there just happens to be films of just, you know what I mean? Are you comparing... Him having contracts on film to, to Lex Luthor one... finding yeah. trailers for the next the DC movies, yeah, c- complete with logos that yeah. some Lex Luthor employee got into like Adobe, like whatever the. Tell me is. how this is not similar. The more that we have stayed on this, <laughs> the more I realize you're correct, but I don't <laughs> want to admit it. <laughs> Tell me how this is not the same thing. Uh, I, I, I'll almost go on limb and say, uh, I almost said Dan Soder. Dan uh, Soder. My, my my favorite director is Dan Soder. I, I almost said Zack Snyder may have ripped off this movie. Do you think Zack Snyder has watched this movie? No. Uh, same. <laughs> no, I don't. I, don't well, I would love to see him direct the remake. It would be the most... Nar- Actually, if he stays on the tone... I'm not gonna lie. I would love to see that. I don't. I'm not a big Zack Snyder guy, right? Yeah. I, I think he could nail this movie I think if he stays think, on the tone. If, if he, he keeps it a little fun, if he and he doesn't take himself too seriously, no. which he does have a bit of a tendency to do, he would be great. I <laughs> because be I know amazing. it would look visually stunning. Yes. And it'd be of what have I? Because Zack Snyder is a great visual director. Mm-hmm. So we get to the end, and Swan's trying to marry Phoenix. Yeah. Which is like a little out of nowhere. Wait, uh, I don't know what because he's gonna, but he's also going to kill her yeah. on live television. He's gonna marry her and kill her because the ratings were amazing when Beef died on like uh, like on like stage. Yeah. So he's like, cool, we'll put her on live television. Yeah, and which is like it'll be great. Sniper. Yeah, he's just gonna blow her freaking head off mm-hmm. on stage, and I'm like, oh, okay. The Phoenix stops it. We get this wild shot of him running down a hallway. Which is just yeah. cinema, my It looks I good. It, it's kind of incredible. It actually looks good. I want to recreate it. I want to recreate it for something, too. Like, we gotta make, we just got to let somebody loose down the hallways of our film school, just chasing them with a gamble. We got to figure out, like, if it's... How do they shoot it? If, yeah, if it was on a gimbal or something. It, it has had to, to have been. There's no way that's in some dude's hands. I have no idea. 
Yeah, but there was also a theory that maybe they were just like that's like, they don't show it for very long. They cut to two shots of that. Yeah, and my thought is like maybe that's just the best they got because it is yeah. shaky and it's only for like a second. Yes, and so and then it cuts away to show other stuff, and then it's back to him like sprinting, yeah. which is again such a gnarly shot. I loved it, mm-hmm. but so he stops the sniper. Sniper accidentally hits Philbin. He hits the Pope. Yeah, but it's Philbin as the Pope. Wait, was that Philbin? Yeah, it was Philbin. I didn't realize that was Philbin. I really hope we're getting his name right because I, who gives a frick about Philbin? I'm certain you're not, but <laughs> I'm going to look it up. We're checking the receipts. You're good. But that, that's when all chaos ensues. Uh, Swan is yeah. wearing a mask, and then all of a sudden, um, I forgot, uh, Phoenix takes off the mask, like in the heat, like everyone starts panicking. They think it's the crowd thinks it's part of the show, and like so would I. This show's getting great. Yeah, this show has everything. <laughs> and she knocks off his mask, and his face is melting, which I didn't understand why, but you noticed that this contract was on fire. Yeah, and so that makes sense. I think because his life is tied to the contract, and contracts on fire. Because mm-hmm. they they cut to it during it, so I assume that's what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to find Philbin's name. Yeah, it's Philbin. It is Philbin. I, I nailed it, you dude. Have such a good memory. Holy crap! That was really good. I've, this is my second time watching this movie. I never would have remembered his name. I think I remembered it just because it sounded dumb. Philbin. Philbin. Yeah, yeah. With a B. It's like yeah, it's supposed to be Philbin, but it's Philbin. It's it's interesting. Uh, no offense to anybody named Philbin. No, come on, out there. Don't. That's not that's not necessarily. We're sure you you are cool. You have a great name. It's only the guy in the movie that has a dumb name. No, he has got it. It's it's more due to his actions. Yeah, absolutely. He's not a good guy. He's he's a bit of a unit. Mm-hmm. He shows up, and I'm like, okay, you're a bad dude, but like, command a presence. He does command least. a presence until he gets shot. So, right which is when everything pops off. Yes, the crowd he has is... a weird mask. And the He's crowd melting. rushes the stage. Yep. They see the Phantom shows up, takes off one of the, like, weird... The Raven lady suit was weird. Like, how many... Like, or uh, Raven or, or Crow or whatever it is, where they're dancing around, and I'm like, it just cuts to, like, shots of their Crow underwear a lot. And I'm like, it's weird, but okay. I'm sure there is some symbolism in it I that I just missed so. it. I that thought, I, I, I thought it was sure needed. I missed it. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah. I did. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway. <laughs> You're like, I wouldn't have been able to finish the movie without I, it. Nope. Couldn't have done it. I think it would have been a completely different movie without it. So, anyway. we And, and then he stabs. Uh, he uh, stabs Swan. Swan. Yeah. Stabs Swan. Winslow starts stabbing Swan, which apparently like lets him loose, finally, of his immortalness or whatever. And then somehow the Phantom gets stabbed in the middle of that. Well, I think it's that because now that Swan is dying, he starts dying. Okay. Yeah. So it's like the wound that he inflicted on himself is now finally letting loose. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And so... This movie is remarkably, like, keeps its... Self together, yeah. It it, it holds its own rules pretty well, which is nuts. Yeah, because that's like you would think this movie would just be like whatever happens. It's all symbolism. It's fine. It's like movies like Hereditary, where it's just like things happen, and it's not until you know what the story is afterwards, where it's like actually, if you look at Damon in the Seventh Ring of Hell, this is why this movie happens. Where it's like I disagree with that. I think Hereditary is a great movie. I I didn't say it was bad. Okay, 
Good. I, I enjoy Hereditary. It tripped me out. Yeah. Because as, as a religious man, mm-hmm. uh, I do believe in, like, demons and spirits and oh, stuff. Oh, you do? Yeah. So whenever I watched that movie, I was like, oh, wow, I'm wildly uncomfortable. Uh, because because there was some stuff in it that I was like. Mm-hmm, it's also spooky. a rough rot. It's a yeah. rough watch it's a rough watch yeah it is yeah but we're literally maybe in another movie because it's got maybe. some great music i don't uh, know but go ahead we're, we're literally at the end we're of at the, the end of the movie yeah. and the podcast probably um i keep smacking my mic stand i apologize to everyone listening um so they're dying yeah and phoenix is walking away and he just, we do this crazy crawl that we wish, I really wish they would have hung out on that shot. Yeah, so did I. They kept cutting back to her reaction, which I kind of get why I they get would. Why. Yeah. I uh, just wish I would hers use... would have been gnarly. Like, if they shot her reaction from his point of view. That would have been great. That would have been great. That would have been amazing. But his shot and the reveal of his gross face, mm-hmm. very nice. I love the prosthetic. Mm-hmm. Great job. And then it ends. Yeah, just well, it's done. Well, why have because he dies? Yeah, and everything's done, and it's this wide shot of everyone losing their mind and whatever, and the movie's over. Yeah. And I was like, oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it wasn't a satisfying ending. I'm yeah. just like, oh, it's done. Oh, it's over. That's what you're leaving me with. No, and that's exactly why I like this movie. It wastes no time. Yeah, and it didn't even have why have an epilogue. They're a bit overrated, and I think this movie's a testament to that. And it, it, you get it. Mm-hmm. Like from the last shot, from the last everything, you're like, okay, cool. I understand everything now. Yeah. And she's not under contract anymore. Good for no, her. She's good for her. She's got no, no murder, no marriage. Final no murder, marriage. Final thoughts. We've actually never done a quick little deep dive into the music of this movie. Yeah. It was a oh, lot of Jesus. Well, we never no. did talk about no, that. No, we talked no, about it. We did. But... This movie has a lot to do with music. But yeah. final thoughts. What do you think of the music in this movie? I really dug it. Yeah. Because it was like, I, I so. I know that you talked a little bit about, um, did you mention it on the podcast, how they, they dubbed over? You did. Yeah, I think yeah I mentioned at that. the end. Um, where like, I, There's something amazing about, and, and, and if it is all the actors' voice, kudos to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked how distinguished everybody's voice was. Um, some of the lip syncing obviously wasn't perfect, especially at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the bit with Winslow playing the piano, I love that shot, but the music, like, it was a little off lip sync wise, but I didn't care. It is what it is. But I think the style of the music really fit the movie, like, really well. Mm -hmm. And it was able to be, like, played all throughout and match the uh, actual score as well. So, like, even though this may have been technically a musical. Technically, I guess. Yeah, I would I, say I would it is. Say, I'd say probably. It de- yeah, it definitely. Yeah, is. yeah. Okay. And so, like, even though it's like a musical, the music that they play whenever it's not like their big moments, it's their big diegetic. Music. Yeah. Or no, it's non-diegetic. Okay. What's the different non-diegetic? I don't know. No. So the I'm guy- just agreeing. Oh, you were? Yeah, dude. There's a difference between uh, diegetic and non-diegetic. Diegetic. I gotta get this right because I think diegetic is when music is played. Yeah, that's an odd one. Diegetic is when music is played in, like, the score. Yeah, okay. And non-diegetic is when music is played in the reality of the movie. Mm. So it would be the vast. Yeah, the vast majority when people are playing, like, their song and they're playing playing their music, that's non-diegetic. I also noticed there, there's bits at the beginning as well where, like, even the the 
the juicy fruits whenever they're playing their music that there is no sound effects on the other stuff that's going on in the movie. Mm -hmm. There's just, it's just the music. And I kind of really dug that because that's not very commonly done in film. You'll always have like your sound effects, like the bit where the guy just like starts jumping another dude in the background. Yeah. You, there's no sound effects for it. It's just the music still playing. And I kind of liked it. I think that was kind of an editing choice. I don't think that was on purpose. Yeah. It was probably like a choice as in to just not have any post-production sound Foley stuff going on. But I kind of liked that because it was very dreamy in a way. Um, but I really – I dug the music. What about you? Well, I just Googled diegetic to make sure yeah, I was yeah. right. So uh, diegetic occurs <laughs> within the context of the story and able to be heard by the characters. That's what diegetic is. So, okay, so diegetic so was, so I was most right of what I, I was right first time. The reason yeah. why – so non-diegetic is when it's the score and it's cool. not heard by the characters. Yeah, right. That's All what right. I meant. Um, what was your question? <laughs> did you what did you think of the music of course i like the music all right why like, would i suggest that i just wanted to hear your thoughts no i do because i feel like it's very 70s and yeah it's it's very 70s and it's this mix of uh glam rock it's a mix of doo-wop it's a mix of beach boys type of style but it's also a mix of there's folk influ uh, influences yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Th again there's a lot of piano ballads that are reminiscent of like elton john and yeah i can see that like uh uh, yeah, uh, the, like the first Winslow's like first song feels very Elton John. It is very Elton John, uh, and again, like I said, the similarities between him and uh, Paul Williams mm. have a very sim like the their voices. Elton John has like a very similar voice to Paul J Williams. Yeah, and like I love uh, the music in this movie, and I've told you this. I feel like the one flaw in this movie is that I wish they probably got actors that are actually better singers. Paul Williams yeah. was an actual yeah. musician. Yeah, and, and it kind of shows, and you can uh, really hear. It. I think Jessica Harper sings it. That's mm -hmm. actually her voice, and she's not bad, mm -hmm. but like there's some stuff where you can tell she's not a professional. Like this is not her main thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I I see what you mean. Yeah, and we know how I feel about beef. Yeah, beef is beef is a choice. Yeah, beef, beef is, is a choice. choice. It's a choice. But he's kind of supposed Vegans to be, be bad. Like... What if he was great? Y yeah. If he was a great singer, the audience would be like, well, why are you so bent mad out? Mad about it. Mad yeah. about Fina. I understand you like her. Yeah, which is also a weird thing that they set up in one scene, and then now he has, like, an obsession over her. Oh. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's a movie. Frick it. How long did the Phantom know Christine? He just thought she pretty. Yeah. Fair what, enough. What more do you need to stock a woman? He just like me, for real. Yeah. <laughs> what more do you need to stalk a woman? Yeah, what more do you need? I don't know why. I really shouldn't have said he's just like me after you said. Oh no! Uh, you kept going. You didn't catch what I said. Yeah, and I thought you were just you were just living. You were your just truth. riffing. You know what? It is my truth. Uh, how do you how do you do? The cops will be at my door any minute. No. Yeah. But um. God, what would you? How would you recommend this to a friend? Oh God. Uh, I think people who are into theater, especially like yeah. camping, they love yeah. this. Um. I think, yeah, people who are into camp will love this. Uh, I think people who are just into something weird, mm. they'll mm -hmm. love this. People who are, of course, like Rocky Horror Picture fans, I've, I'm surprised oh, yeah. that this is yeah, not yeah, yeah. like a double feature for them. I can see that. Um, how would I recommend it? I, I, just listen, if you just put it on, give it a shot, I guarantee it's going to be hard to turn off. Like, Give it at least to where... Which, I mean, if you're listening to this now, 
you know the story, but give it at least to where he becomes the phantom. Yeah. And if you can somehow pull yourself away from what is happening, mm-hmm. more power to you. However, mm-hmm. I respect your will because I don't think I would ever be able to be like, I can't, I'm not going to watch this ever again. Yeah, because it grabs it's so you from insane. the beginning. Yeah, dude. How can you put this movie down? Mm-hmm. It's insane. And the music, here's the thing. I think the best songs yeah. are with that band. Yeah. yeah they yeah, have yeah. the best songs. They're clearly a, a band. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, and they're played, like, they have three separate where they do the uh, opening track. They do, like, something in the middle, and they do that ending where they do, like, the Alice Cooper thing. Yeah, where it's, like, they do Beach Boy, or, like, they start with, like, doo-wop, whatever, and then they do, like, the Beach Boys thing where the car explodes. Yeah. Then they come back, and now their beef's back up. They're great. Yeah. And they kind of push this movie along. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but... I couldn't. I, this movie is just like one of those where I'm it's surprised nuts. people don't know about it. Yeah, it it's not like one of those movies where, like, just people talk about it all the time because I guess it's because it is so weird. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and it's also because it's also shot very well. Some of the stuff that's called yeah. classic is like rough around the edges, mm-hmm. and like this kind of is. But if you, re- it's really meticulously. Made, yeah. Think about it's, it. it's weird to think about because, like, I I went back and watched Dirty Harry recently, right? Yeah, that movie's sh- not shot very well. No, no, no. Because it's like all over the place and it's super shaky. And but I like that style because it fits with the movie. This is kind of grand in the yes. way that it's shot because, like, even like the wide sweeping shots of the Paradise Theater, mm-hmm. it's great. It's it's gen- so grand. Shows up to this day. Yeah, there's some points where we were like, movies aren't made like this anymore. Yeah, and well, and, and and I understand that a lot of that, and not to crap on CGI artists because that is its own yeah, yeah, yeah. filmmaking in its own right. But you don't see a lot of grand like like art design like this mm-hmm. in maybe it's like this movie is cult for a reason because you don't see that in most like big movies because mm-hmm. you can just create something like this uh, in a computer and it's fine. And whatever, and, and everybody doesn't care. But even if you look at like people like Baz Luhrmann, who like Great Gatsby was mostly shot on a green screen, yeah, and you can tell because it, it feels floaty. But mm-hmm. it's like imagine if you could see the grandeur of that house, mm-hmm. of the parties, of everything that isn't weird and floaty. I don't really like Baz Luhrmann, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, that's, yeah. that's my uh, that's me. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he hasn't God. seen Moulin Rouge. Uh, Moulin Rouge. I love Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. You ever seen that there Moulin, Moulin film Rouge. with, uh, you know, it's got Eddie Murphy. <laughs> no, but uh, you have not seen uh, Moulin I Rouge. I haven't seen Moulin Rouge. I'm just saying. I do got to see it. So maybe, maybe, maybe I'll save some Baz Luhrmann. It's, uh, very spa- it's still spazzy. Uh, that's fair. Has, you'll, you'll see. Still bazzy? It's still bazzy. There we go. Stay bazzy. <laughs> Stay bouncy, no. baby. But yeah, how again? Uh, so I'm assuming you liked. You said you liked it. You yeah, no. I did dig it. I don't know if I would recommend this to a lot of people. I think I would for certain people. I would say it's niche. It's niche. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. Because like, if my mom and dad were like, "Hey, yeah, uh, we want to watch a movie night," very religious parents. You wouldn't hear me say 
the Phantom of the Paradise. No. Even though my mom and dad have they've seen some gnarly. My movies. mom's not even religious. She wouldn't like it. She'd be like, "This is Kai's weird movie again." Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And that's and so like I would be more apt to be like, "I don't know, uh, watch uh, Knives Out again." Yeah, because my mom loves mysteries. Sure, yeah. and but like if. My buddy Chris was like, hey, I need to watch a movie. I'm like, dude, you got to watch this movie. You're never going to believe what happens That's next. It. Because it's insane. Mm-hmm. Also, I think it's a good movie. Yeah. I wonder if Duke has ever seen this. Dude, I, I, I don't think this, this is, podcast, I don't but. think Duke is going to be into this. No, I, I think he would hate it. Maybe that should be a segment. Yeah. Has our film professor seen this movie? I honestly think that if you showed this to Duke, he'd like be like, okay. All right. Um, it shot cool. Um, get out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but wrapping up, I think that's the episode. I think it's good. Uh, welcome to the first episode. I Thank hope you. and goodbye to the first episode. We hope you guys enjoyed. Tell a friend. Uh, we'll be back next episode with a movie I'll pick this time. We'll figure that out. Um, I figured it out. You want to hear? It? You want to hear? It? You want? What is it? Yeah. Ready for the big reveal? Oh. We're gonna watch Prince of Egypt. Oh yeah, of I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna show you God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Prince of Egypt is one of my favorite movies, and it has an incredible soundtrack. So for this podcast, I guess that's it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. I hope you see you next episode. Please don't leave.